Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I have a very special guest for us. I have Aaron Shapiro. Hey there, Aaron. How's it going? Hey, doing good, man. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, so Aaron, I like to start this show just getting right into it. So why don't you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Cool. Well, first of all, thank you for having me here. I really appreciate it, man. Uh, so about me, I own a little media company called Get Your Geek On based in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, we are a geek company that covers everything geek from comic books and video games to celebrity gossip, uh, TV shows and movies. And we have a show that comes out and that's what me and my co-host talk about all day, pretty much. <laughs> Right on. I love it. So this is not going to be a tough one for you. Like you're not like one of those people who come on like, this is my first interview. You're good. <laughs> no, it's not. I think uh, the one I actually had a scary one with Jeff Ramsey. That was probably my scariest. I was <laughs> I like, oh, it. hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, this is the gamerpreneur. Actually, before I get, the, no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm way out of line here. I have to, I have to start my show with the same question I ask all my guests. Okay, there we go. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being high, how weird are you, Aaron? Uh, probably like an eight. <laughs> Why is that? Why do you say that? So I dabble a lot of different interests. Uh, I mean, I'm a gamer. Uh, I love comic books. I'm a nerd all in general. Like I love everything that comes to tech. Uh, like I said, movies, TV. Uh, so one of my weirder passions, I guess, is micro expressions. I love studying that stuff and reading up on like Dr. Paul Ekman and a few other things. So I think that kind of puts me in that little like weird category because I don't know very many people that want to learn micro expressions. So you're going to sit here and watch me the whole time. Like, what's he doing with his eyebrows? Like, <laughs> yep, look at the eyebrows, cheeks, everything. <laughs> I will admit, I actually studied this back when I was a teenager and I would just sit there in front of a mirror for like days, just like tweaking myself just to see what I could do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's so interesting. So like I picked up a couple of his books and I want to pick up his like classes to, like online and like actually take that whole thing and learn everything I can now. So very cool. That's, very cool. that's why I think I'm out there a little bit. I love it. All right. So now that I'm back on track, you're, you're really easy to talk to. I was ready to just jump right into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is the Gamerpreneur and you've got your own show all about geeks, but this one's about video gaming specifically. So I need your video gamer cred. When did you first start playing? Uh, third grade. So that would have been, I'm um, 30, I'm um, 30. Uh -huh. um, so about, oh, let's see, 28 years ago or so, 25 years, something like that. So for the last 20 plus years. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. And um, how did it start? Like what was, where did this begin? So I remember it was, we had got, the Super Nintendo had been out for a little while and I think I had got it for either Christmas or my birthday. And that was my first console was the Super Nintendo with Super Mario. Uh, that was the very first game I played. And I remember playing with my mom and it was just me and her because my dad, my dad was a, a businessman. He hated video games. He was like, this is just a waste of time. That was his mentality, you know. So it was just me and my mom and we would play for hours on the weekends. It would it'd be, uh, she'd always play Luigi. I'd always play Mario and we beat that game. And then we got into uh, like Mario Kart. Donkey Kong, and then it went from there, just uh, a lot of the old school Super Nintendo games, uh, going to the N64. That's kind of where my mom stopped playing because they became a little too intense for her, she would say. Uh, I got into like Perfect Dark for the 64, and she, that was the game she said, I can no longer play video games because she says, I hate this first person thing. So went from there and <laughs> bought, a lot, <laughs> bought a lot of uh, different consoles from there. There's actually a, an Xbox right in front of me right now that I play on too. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, what do you play today then? 
So right now I am playing uh, Grounded, which came out for Xbox and PC, uh, Call of Duty Warzone, and then just Call of Duty in general. Uh, those are kind of what's holding my interest. I just picked up Evil Within 2. So I'm going to go ahead and start playing that one. Hopefully like for Halloween to do like a little scary kind of video. Very cool. All right. Now, um, you've been playing a good portion of your life. And oh, all yeah. those games and everything you've ever played, what's your number one favorite? Halo. The original? Combat Evolved? Yep, the, yep Combat Evolved, because that was when uh, me and my neighbor, uh, we started really getting to heavy into video games at that point. Uh, on my left arm, I actually have a tattoo from Halo on my left arm. So I, I think I'm a little more dedicated to that game than anything else. <laughs> I also get the feeling you've probably been asked that question before. You've had to consider it. So you're like, well, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's usually that one. Or uh, if you could see the front side of my room, it'd be Gears of War all in front of me. So it's like one of those two, but it's like the tattoo kind of pushes Halo just above it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, of the Gears, which is your favorite? Uh, probably, I would say Gears 3, because that's when you have to face the, uh, I mean, hopefully those spoilers at this point have been out for so long, but when Don dies, like that just hits so hard. And for me, I'm like, that's your best friend for the last two games. And now he's sacrificing himself. And I was like, Don, I miss you, man. I, I agree with you. I think I played that on insane, like God knows how many times. <laughs> oh, I believe it, man. It was so fun though. All right. So now let's get over to the preneur part. Um, everything geek. I love it. What's your professional background though? How did you even get here? Uh, so actually my background, I have a associate's degree in multimedia, so I can do like Photoshop, photo editing, uh, video work, videography. Uh, so I kind of started off in that and then I got into customer service for the last uh, about 10 years or so now. So I've been doing customer service, dealing with people and all that. And I like the interaction with people, but I always, I always come back to videos and photos and all of that. And just sitting behind a camera, uh, playing around with it. I picked up two DSLR cameras, a 4K camera over the years. And I like to go out and do photo shoots and just, you know, enjoy the work of just interacting with people and trying to like preserve those moments for them, essentially. I know it sounds kind of cliche, <laughs> uh, but I like doing that stuff. So uh, when I was trying to do video work, I was like, you know what? I like streaming. I like being on camera too myself. So I started getting into video game streaming for a little while with Twitch. And then I actually stumbled into Get Your Geek On because the uh, other guy who used to help on the show and run it, he was actually uh, had it on the radio for about three years and he needed a co-host. So I ended up coming on and joining him with that. Uh, and he eventually just said, I'm done with everything and passed it over to me. And I was like, well, I don't want to be on the radio so much because there's a, a huge overhead. I was like, I'm just gonna make this a podcast. So I picked up my other buddy and uh, me and him just sit here and do a, a little podcast now. Beautiful. All right. So tell me more about Get Your Geek On. Like, what is it? It's everything geek. I get that. But can you kind of go in more depth for us? Sell us sure. So, yeah, so it started off as a radio show, like I said, with the other guy, and it was literally just sitting here talking about news. We would talk about Star Trek, Star Wars, and all of that. Uh, when I came on, I started bringing in the video game aspect and talking about, like, Rainbow Six Siege, the tournament play, and we still kind of touch on that a little bit, and now that me and my co-host run it, uh, his name is Robert, we actually just sit there and talk everything news-related. He is a huge movie buff. He's pretty much seen every movie I feel like out there. I'm like, what movie are you talking about at the time? <laughs> and I play all the video games and it's the other end. He's like, I don't know what video game you're talking about. <laughs> so we like to like have our little rants about that. We bring on some celebrities when we can. We interview who we can as well. Uh, probably our biggest one so far was Jeff Ramsey, who's co-founder of Rooster Teeth here in Austin. Um, 
our other one, Sam Jones, so the Flash Gordon himself. Uh, so we've done stuff like that. And we just want to bring as much geek awareness. Uh, as we always say, geek is in and it's in now. Like this is what people are wanting, you know? It's not like 40 years ago when you're in your mom's basement reading a comic book because you don't want to talk about that stuff. Now it's it's cool to love Superman, to know his origins or Spider-Man. And, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And, you know, it's cool to be into all this stuff now. I mean, behind me, I have all my posters and everything. So it's like, this is it. And so we want to talk about how it's also okay to be a geek. It's okay to enjoy this stuff, be a, a hooligan. And I love Dr. Who. So, you know, all that stuff. I love it. No, that's, that's absolutely so true. And, you know, even on the video game side, even what, 10 years ago, if you played yeah. video games, you were still considered that nerd, right? I mean, what, 10 oh, years yeah. ago was when like the Warcraft episode of uh, South Park came out, right? <laughs> yeah, and, like, and that's kind of the vision a lot of people have of video gamers. Exactly. But it's not true. We have guys like you who have a successful show. How often does it come out? Uh, we come out once a week on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Very cool. Okay, so as this is the gamerpreneur, I have to know, how are you monetizing it? So right now, we since I've taken over, we haven't had a chance to monetize. We are trying to restructure everything first. So we are finally, this was our first year where I owned it with my co-owner uh, after the other guy left. And this is our year we got everything like, okay, this is how we're going to do our show. Here's how our segments are going to work. And we've we've got it where we want. And now we're trying to get that monetization. We are trying to uh, get sponsorship, trying to get uh, some video games ourselves. We've gotten a couple of companies in the past to give us early copies of their games. And that's kind of what we've been doing right now. We haven't made any money yet, but we're trying still because now that we got the structure there, now it's time to make that money. Right on. How big is your viewer base or your listener uh, base? Right now, uh, let's see, we have about 36,000 followers on Facebook with uh, about 500,000 reach. And the show usually has anywhere from like 20 to 50 people at one time watching us. Uh, overall, we usually get about a thousand views or so per video, rough, roughly. Right on. That's incredible. Now, how did, like, you obviously started it yourself as this online podcast. How have you been, it's about for a year. How how'd you do that in a year? So stepping a little bit back, I actually was trying to, like I said, I was doing the streaming stuff. So what I kind of started learning all of it at the same time, I was learning the stream and I was streaming a couple of video games on my own under my own name. Uh, and then when I was looking into the podcast side, right before we got, uh, we got taken off the radio or, you know, we were done with the radio. I was starting to already look into the podcast because the other guy was like, I, I'm done. I'm going to pass it over to you. You can, you can just have it. I, I don't want to be here anymore. And he kind of gave me a heads up. So I started researching podcasts. Uh, I love like Kevin Smith. He's one of my favorites. So I love Batman on Batman, uh, Chris Hardwick with ID10T. So I kind of was like, okay, so this is their structure. How do they upload it? And I just started researching and digging and digging until I find like, okay, here's all the uh, different companies like Buzzsprout, uh, Anchor, all of those other ones. And I just went with like, okay, this is one that sounds the best. And we just went there. And like I said, because I have that degree in a, uh, multimedia, I know how to edit stuff and how to play around in like Adobe Premiere, uh, Photoshop. Uh, what's the other one? Audio City, I think is the other one for the audio work Audition. or Audacity. And it's just like, I learned all of it and I'm still learning it because it's like, there's so much out there now that you can make it really, really simple edits or you can make them complex edits. So I just, I kind of just dived right back into all of it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, so uh, what advice do you have for somebody starting their own podcast? Because you've, you have incredible success. 36,000 followers is huge. Thanks. Yeah. Um, 
honestly, it's consistency. That was like one of our first things we've noticed. Uh, when we first started doing the podcast, it wasn't on a set schedule. Uh, so our first, we call it season. We do about 13 episodes a season or so. Uh, they weren't coming out on the same time every time. You know, Either we would have tech issues or we'd have something going on that delayed it here and there. And I think that kind of slowed us down in our growth. Once we finally said, okay, here's where we're locking in. Here's where we're going to do it. This has to be consistent. That's where I started noticing our growth. Uh, Kristen, who's my co-owner, she um, does a lot of posting. If she sees news posts, she's on them right away. She says, hey, can somebody write a quick article? Like, here's the, the stuff that's going on right now. Write a quick article, throw it up on our Facebook page or throw it up on the website. You know, hey, here's a, a funny meme. She loves memes. So she'll throw up memes almost every other hour. I'm like, Kristen, you're just spamming our meme side. Uh, so we kind of just stay consistent with our posts and try to stay engaged with our audience. So if you comment, it's usually me or her commenting back to you directly. Like, uh, you know, if someone's like, oh, has a question, we'll comment. Or if they just take a funny comment, we kind of have a little banter with them so we can have, you have a whole little thread of comments. So we're all about our fans. We want them to feel like we care and we want them to feel like others care. Like it's a safe place to come, be a geek. If you want to post memes yourself, cool, we don't care. Just have fun. And that's, I think, where we've been growing the most. Fantastic. Okay. So I just want to like clarify for those, those people out there listening who are like, how do I start something? How do I grow my own like following? It wasn't necessarily the content that you're putting out. It's all the stuff around it, the promotion that you were doing leading to your weekly podcast. Exactly. That, that's what I think helps you the most, you know, uh, because yeah, like I talked to my buddy, he does audio work and you know, he says that as long as it sounds good, people are, they don't, they like, they want to, they care about the content but you don't want it to sound good. Uh, so that's what I always, you know, I, I use like a Yeti mic or I'll use uh, some road mics. And I think as long as our audio is good and our content, you know, we find something fun to talk about, people can engage with. I think that helps too. But yeah, it's just all about getting your name out there, like, you know, promoting it on your Facebook page and just interacting with people. And, and then, like I said, that consistency is, that's key because if you stop for like a week or two, we notice people kind of tend to, okay, they're gone. We're just gonna go move on to something else. Absolutely. Okay. So you, uh, you have all the, the graphic design, video editing skills behind you, mm -hmm. but other than that, what skills or resources do you have that you're drawing from that's making you so, you so successful? So <laughs> I love music. I think that's kind of what helped out a little bit too. I'm a, I'm a huge music buff and networking is key. I always say, you know, you meet somebody who may, uh, how should I put it? Like, the proximity principle it keeps up you know meet people that are in what you want to do and try to like network with them and try to like follow maybe not their lead but say take some of their ideas and apply it to what you're doing uh i actually know a couple of musicians uh who are lead singers in bands here in san antonio and i've kind of learned started learning some stuff from them like how they interact with people how they talk and how they promote you know they're small some of them are smaller and one guy got really big but it was just him promoting, talking about himself public, you know, every week he's talking about a song he, he released. Uh, so I was like, I was noticing some of the tricks he did and I was like, okay, I'm gonna start copying that. And I think in the last month or so, uh, like one month alone, we had 500 likes. Our, our page just was all of a sudden getting 500 likes and then a thousand likes. And it's like, okay, so this is working. Just, you know, here's a video that we did with Jeff Ramsey. Here's Sam Jordan's, uh, here's Amy Jo Johnson was one of our other ones. And we just reposted the video and like, hey, don't forget that we we've done stuff like this and we'll talk about it. And I think that's taking some of the, that music aspect of how he promotes himself and applying it to a podcast, I think helped a lot. Beautiful, okay. Um, so you've been doing this, for the podcast for about a year, but you were yeah. on the radio show for a, a little while before that? Yeah, roughly about eight months when he brought me onto that 
So I was there about eight months when he, before he was like, I'm just, I'm done doing all of this stuff. All right. So about a year and a half you've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you could go back in time and you could talk to little Aaron as just as he gets started, <laughs> right? It's only a year and a half ago. You're yeah. like, okay, little Aaron, this is everything that's going to happen over your next year and a half. But here's the one thing you need to know. What do you tell yourself? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I would say probably network sooner because it took me a little while to understand that networking part. Uh, so I'd probably say start talking to people a lot sooner. Um, I think that would probably be my biggest one and to stay that consistent because when I first, like I said, before I even got into the radio and did all that, I was trying to stream, but I was never consistent. Like nothing ever stuck. And it took me a good while to figure that out. So I'd probably say consistency and networking because I met people and then it just, I never followed up with any of them, never talked to them again. And it was like, man, I, I could have met somebody possibly because now they're doing bigger and better things. And it's like, ah, oh, I could have gone that route and been there too. <laughs> oh, it's, that's so, so true. Networking is it's so important. It okay. is. Where, where's the show going? Where's, where's your content going for the next five years? So we want to make it bigger and better, obviously. So like right now we have two segments we run. Uh, one's called Take My Money and one's Videos from the Net where uh, we all pick. So me, Robert, who's my co-host and Kristen is uh, my co-owner. We all pick an item that is geek related and we talk about it. Like, hey, we're not sponsored by these items. We just say, hey, these are really cool geeky things. Uh, you should check them out yourself. And then we find funny videos from around the, from the net. Like, hey, this is cool. We want to check this one out. Essentially what I would like, and I don't know if you remember it yourself, uh, Attack of the Show back on G4 oh, yeah. back in the day. G4 Essentially we want to- <laughs> we want something like that like i miss you know kevin Pereira and olivia munn on there and we want to essentially kind of do something like that where we could talk tech with like someone in the industry or talk more video games get some more of the developers on our show and talk video games or you know in the con circuit maybe we can see some comic book artists come in and talk to them as well because uh here in san antonio we've had a couple of different big conv- uh, comic conventions and we've gotten lucky enough to get into them, but it'd be nice to like talk to them more and be on panels and stuff like that. So I hope in the next five years, we could be something like Attack of the Show eventually, you know, and get that, get that, that tech side and the video game, all that news to, to feed everybody. Beautiful. Well, I mean, you, what you've accomplished in one year, five years is, is a long time. <laughs> you've yeah. A lot in that time. I hope so. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay. So Aaron, can I, uh, can I humble you? Okay. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> you see, I believe we learn most in our, in our lives from our failures. Right. So when we get smacked in the face and you're knocked down, that you have to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, figure out what went wrong, and then move forward, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd like to ask you, what is your biggest failure in life, and what did you learn from mm. it? Oof, that's a tough one. Um, so you're going to take me back, and it's going to get real personal. So I'm sorry about that if I like start getting a little, a little down. Um, my dad died when I was 13. So he died when I was really young. And I, um, I always say like the one thing that like, I think kind of brings me back down is to not live with regret. You know, I want to live the rest of my life. No regrets. I never want to regret anything I ever do in my life. Um, because you know, I can never have that last conversation with him. You know, he actually uh, died from cancer and, uh, towards the end, he was kind of going in and out of a coma essentially. So like I, I kind of wish I would have gotten to pick his brain just that much more. You know, like I said, he was a businessman. Uh, we always would joke. He would pull a calculator out and he'd tell you, do some math problems. He'd be faster than that calculator on any math problem you put in. And I, I don't know how he did it. I never figured that out. 
I still can't, I'm not that fast. So I'm like, uh, calculator still. So I kind of wish I would have picked his brain more. So I told myself from now on, have conversations, tell people you love them, you know, tell your family, friends, whatever, and just never live with regret. Cause I don't, I can never get rid of that. So like every time I, I meet somebody new, I try to network more. Like I said, I don't want to have any regret in my life anymore. I'm like, that's it. That was my one biggest regret in life was not talking to him more. I, I don't want that anymore. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Oh, for sure. Okay, kind of on a more positive note. <laughs> uh, what's something you're working to improve on in yourself today? So I think I told you off camera on this one, I'm in a movie. So it's an indie film. And so I'm trying to improve more, I guess, of like my acting skills, because I'm not an actor at all. I just go on my podcast and I just start talking and we start doing our thing. Uh, so now I'm trying to improve like how I'm supposed to be like a professional on camera. How am I supposed to look and act? That's kind of what I'm working on. And uh, one thing that I did like when I was on the radio doing that, the guy who was running it, he always told me, slow you down because I tend to talk fast. I tend to almost trip over my words because I talk really fast. So like I even right now, I'm trying to tell myself, slow down, keep it, keep it slow. So I think that's those two main things I'm working on, especially uh, I actually was just filming last weekend. And the director's like, you need to speak up. He's like, you're too quiet. I'm like, I've never been told I'm too quiet. He's like, nah, I need for you to just almost sit, like uh, scream your words. He's like, my mic's not picking you up. Okay, so now I'm, I'm learning that I need to pronounce my words better. I need to, um, I, I guess, almost not scream, but radiate my sound so that way they can, um, they can hear me better on all of it. But that's, those are the things I'm working on, I think. Very cool. Now, I will say we are all actors, because if you've ever seen The Mask with Jim Carrey, we all oh, wear masks, true. metaphorically speaking. That is true. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, that's such a good one, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, Aaron, this has been a wonderful interview. How do people find you? How do they get to your content, to your social, to everything? Cool. Yeah. So uh, Facebook.com is uh, Facebook.com slash official G-Y-G-O. Our YouTube channel is the same thing, youtube.com slash official G-Y-G-O. Uh, we're on Instagram under the same handle, official G-Y-G-O. Uh, and on Spotify, we're on pretty much every podcast, Spotify. Uh, uh, what's the other ones? I uh, can't even think Google. Uh, I don't know. I can't, I've drawn up like all of them, but we're on all of them. Under you asked me where my podcast is. I couldn't tell you either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not the only one then. <laughs> but yeah, just type in Get Your Geek on, uh, on any podcast one and you'll find our show on there. Beautiful. All right. As we wrap up, is there any final shot or any final thoughts you want to share or anything I didn't ask you think we still need to cover? Um, again, I just want to give a shout out to, to uh, John Getta Productions, who's the film I'm doing this stuff for. Uh, it's called All or Nothing. And he's done two other films called Wolfsbane. If people want to go check those out, uh, All or Nothing should be coming out next year. And I'm in that one. He said, I can't talk too much on it, but he said, I could at least say that I'm in the film and I am. And it's been so much fun doing it. So hopefully, you know, people can go check out his other films. Beautiful. All right. Thank you so much. Aaron Shapiro, this was an absolute genuine pleasure having you on today. Thank you for having me. I really have, it was a great time talking to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. And for everybody else, I'm going to remind you all, don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur. <laughs> <laughs>